Good morning and welcome. Happy Friday. Yeah, we made it through another week. I hope it finds you well. Arizona, I'm going to say this. We're, I'm bragging big time because I know the rest of the country is frozen to the water pipes. It is gorgeous here in the Valley of the Sun. I was talking to Jason today, and he's like, it is so cold, uh, right near zero. Uh, and obviously wind chill and all that other stuff. Uh, bundle up there on the front range, and uh, you can just know that uh, it's going to be a great weekend here uh, in Arizona. We'll play a little golf. Uh, had pickleball last night. I'm taking my CBD. If, uh, you know, I'll just say, you know, we are working on Let me tell you what we're working on. We're working on getting uh, the guys from my kind uh, to come on and do a show, a half-hour show uh, on Saturday. Uh, probably not. I don't know if we'll pull it off this Saturday, but uh, hopefully maybe next Saturday. And you uh, you guys can call in or ask questions. And, and uh, if you want to email a question to the CBD guys. Uh, just just go to 1360KHNC.com, hit the contact button, or simply email us at contact, the word contact, at 1360KHNC.com. Uh, and if you email us your questions, we'll forward them on to Chris and Jerry, uh, and they can uh, go go ahead and answer those right on the air for everybody. Because if you've got a question, you know thousands of other people do as well. Uh, did get an update from them. Uh, we should have more COAs. And for those of you that don't know what that is, that's just before we sell any of our CBD products on our website. Uh, all of them get independently lab verified to so you know everything we're telling you is true because you you've heard you know my little commercial about our CBD it's all natural right it, it's organic all of it's done in Colorado I mean everything the the, the hemp farms in Colorado uh, the the lab where they extract uh, the CBD is in Colorado the manufacturing facility is in Colorado I mean it's all done. Uh, here in the United States, putting Americans to work. Uh, and it's the highest quality out there, period. I mean, the best anybody else could say is, well, ours is as good. Okay, right? But they can't, you know, it's, you, you're not going to find better. But here's the thing. It's our pricing. What my kind, my kind uh, loves 1360. These guys are behind the radio station. Uh, they they are essentially selling it to us for less than they sell it to anybody, anybody, anywhere. We're actually cheap. We sell their products cheaper on our website than they do on their own website. A lot of them by 50% less. Uh, so go check it out. Uh, it's been uh, it's been a game changer for me. Like, and I and I know I've told you all of this stuff. Uh, it's allowed me to be a lot more active. Uh, you know, and it's not to say. Listen, it's not to say that uh, yeah, I don't have you know normal aches and pains. You know, we we uh, were on the pickleball court for a couple hours yesterday. Yeah, the legs are a little sore today, but it's not overwhelming. 
I don't need to choke down a dozen Advil and all those other things. Uh, and it does a lot of other things. Uh, uh, people are talking about they like to take it right before bed because it helps them sleep better. Uh, the people are for anxiety. Uh, I know the pet tincture. I've now had uh, what three people email me about their, their pet tincture. They have older dogs. Uh, that, you know, they've, whatever, maybe they've got a little limp or they don't like to put a lot of weight on, uh, one of their, their legs or whatever. And, and they've been giving them the CBD and they're all saying the same thing, like three to five days. And all of a sudden they've noticed a great change, uh, in, in their, their dogs. Uh, but we've got three new products coming, uh, the cocoa, which I'm telling you, it's, it'll probably be, outside of the 1,000 milligram teacher, probably be the next bestseller because I love the cocoa. I, I drink it all the time. Uh, a pet shampoo. And then for us bigger guys, we're getting a 3,000 milligram tincture. Uh, those three products, uh, we, we're the CAOs will be in sometime early to mid next week. And then we've got to submit them to the processor and this and that. So I, I would say maybe if you're lucky at the end of next week, but by the end of the following week, uh, we'll be adding three more products up there. 1360 KHNC. Uh, and just click on the shop button. Oh, I'm seeing people are already doing it. So uh, there you go. We appreciate it. And, and remember, all of that revenue, all of that revenue goes uh, to the radio station and, and allows uh, for us to do a lot of great things uh, over there at 1360. And we got a, a lot of good things coming uh, as well. All right. Now, having said that, a lot of things, a lot of things uh, happening here in the last hour or so. Uh, gold uh, was down about 15 almost $20. Uh, it's all the way to gold's out, up. Uh, a, a couple of dollars. Silver, uh, silver is up about almost fifty cents uh, an ounce right now. Uh, the Dow uh, is mixed. The Dow is down. The S and P and Nasdaq are up just a little bit. Uh, but there's been uh, a lot of talk about uh, people and companies uh, who's going to be going into the gold market. Uh, there's uh, rumors circulating that Tesla, in addition to uh, buying Bitcoin, is looking at hard assets. We talked about the states and looking at hard assets. And then Janet Yellen may have just gotten Silver the shot in the arm to go to the next level. We'll talk about that next. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, Janet Yellen, uh, the now Treasury Secretary. And I'm telling you, it's getting creepy. Mario Draghi is now going to be, uh, I guess, for lack of a better term, the Prime Minister, the head of Italy. Of course, uh, for those of you that don't know, right, he was the European Central Bank president. Right? Christine Lagarde, who was the head of the IMF, is now the ECB Federal Reserve President, Janet Yellen, who was the former head of the Federal Reserve. She's now the Treasury Secretary. I mean, these central bankers are everywhere trying to hold this thing together. And I'm telling you right now, everybody is starting to pay attention because you know what? They all get it. So you got to remember, these big companies, and there's only a handful, 
You know who they are. I don't need to tell you. They've got hundreds of billions of dollars. They don't put it in the bank. No. Because they know banking law. Right? They know how vulnerable the banking system really is. So they go out and they do things like buy bonds. Well, that's what they've always done. Now, all of a sudden, what are we hearing? We're buying cryptos. We're talking about buying gold. Right? Because, again, they know the bonds are in a bubble. The stock market's in a bubble, right? The whole world's in a giant bubble, and they need to diversify. It'd be crazy that companies would be talking about that. You know, we, we told you yesterday how the states are talking about it. A lot of states are out there trying to change their laws so they can actually buy gold. Remember how we talked about over the last few years? Why are all these central banks all of a sudden buying gold? Why are all of these central banks who had had their gold in the vaults of New York and the vaults of London for decades, some of them for over 100 years, all of a sudden say, ah, you know what, why don't you bring that gold back home? You know why. And I've told you how many times to be your own central bank. I'm not telling you, listen, I'm not telling you not to be in the stock market. That'd be dumb. Right? Stock market's been on a hell of a run. It's a bubble, but it's been a hell of a run. But right now, you definitely need to be more weighted into gold and silver than you have over the last 10 years. No doubt about it. So all these central bankers are all kind of working in concert here. And then Janet Yellen this morning. Get ready. We'll talk about deficits too, by the way. Did you see? I don't know if you saw the numbers. Uh, It's even worse than I thought it was going to be. She said that the Treasury Department is looking to appoint someone to monitor the risk that climate change poses to the financial system. Talking about we need a treasury, I can't make it up, a treasury climate change czar. Here you go. Right? This is this is the big push here, right? Get ready. Crude oil's bad, right? Coal, we already know coal's horrible, right? We want to have wind and we want to have solar. And listen, it sounds wonderful. In a matter of fact, let's let's not lie about it. It's truly wonderful. If, I don't know, a billion people or less were on this planet, and, and, you know, here, just so you know, do you know why California has so many power problems? Right? Do you know why? Because they tried to go 
so much into wind and solar. And what you're finding out is, well, when the wind isn't blowing and the solar doesn't, you know, the sun's not out, oh, we got problems. It's not going to work. Matter it's going to be very costly. Uh, by the way, natural gas prices through the roof, all this cold snap. I, I saw there's places, natural gas is going like 85 bucks. It was insane. But yeah, she's iring, she's eyeing Sarah Bloom Raskin, former Deputy Treasury Secretary, as part of a new climate hub at the Treasury Department. What the heck does the Treasury Department have to do with climate change? This is this is how you see. This is how they're working, right? They're they're putting all of their people in place. Janet Yellen loves it. You know why? Because there's going to be a lot of spending, lots of debts, and now this is why uh, you're seeing a big move in, in silver today. Uh, you're not this. You're not going green energy without consuming all kinds: silver, platinum, palladium, rhodium. All of the the other metals as well. Uh, they're they're saying that the administration's efforts across departments. So they're going to have these these climate change hubs in all the departments of the government now, looking at issues impacting the economy, according to the Wall Street Journal. The Treasury Department did not immediately return requests for comments, but Yellen stressed the need to to address the risk of climate change. So uh, there there you go. By the way, uh, she was the chairman at the Fed from 2014 to 2018. And you guys can judge for yourself. Uh, Janet Yellen, you know, I always thought – Alan Greenspan would go down as the guy, uh, but I think I'm wrong. I think it's going to be her because she doesn't care about deficits. Wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be wonderful if it was true? Hey, deficits don't matter because if that was true, why not just give everybody checks all the time? Forget about it. 900 bucks or 600 bucks or 1400 bucks. <laughs> Why don't we just give everyone 10 grand a month, right? It'd be great. Uh, but uh, anyhow, uh, get ready. I think this is a, a big move today. Uh, the, the Biden administration uh, letting everybody know they were dead serious uh, when it comes to their new green initiative. Uh, last night, Nancy Pelosi said that they expect to have the $1.9 trillion stimulus in the next two weeks. I think that's going to be your next gold catalyst, so uh, keep that in your radar. And right now, it looks like the $15 minimum wage initiative may be in the House bill. Which means if they don't get uh, any break in the ranks at the Senate, if it's true that, and Nancy Pelosi said it was this morning, uh, we could be looking at a new $15 minimum wage. I mean, boy, could you imagine? 
Well, you know what? I hope they're smart. At least phase it in. I mean, that would be horrendous. Uh, Federal budget deficit. Now, I want to point out a few things. Number one, this is from the CBO, the Congressional Budget Office. They are limited in assumptions that they can make. And the assumptions that they make are always on the overly optimistic side. So this would be what I would say best case scenario. This is a 2021 number. And what they're saying, remember, 2021 ends the last day of September as far as a fiscal budget for the government. Projected to be $2.3 trillion for the year. Now, at first, you're like, hey, that's a good number. I mean, remember what we did last year. And this is, of course, remember also, this is the small number. So last year, we were at, what, $3.2 trillion? But then they said, that does not include the $1.9 trillion uh, in sp- uh, stimulus relief that's being patrol- uh, proposed. It does not include any other initiatives that have yet to be enacted. In other words, the CBO, they can't even put it in there. They only can do, hey, this is what the law is the day we did the the projection. So just the the public school education here, 2.3 plus 1.9, 4.2 trillion. And again, remember, that, that would be a trillion dollars more than last year, of course. And remember, last year, the real number last year was almost $4.5 trillion. Then you think about all the other initiatives. And remember, they want to send more checks again before the end of the year. Will we see the first, forget about $4 trillion deficit. I think we're going to see the first $5 trillion dollar deficit uh, before 2021 is over. By the way, the total U.S. economy, and again, their projection, $20.9 trillion, uh, which put the deficit, the previous deficit, at about 15% of GDP. We look like this time we may go to 25% of GDP. That's incredible. You know what's so funny when we talk about this? Do you know what the central bank told us for decades? Decades. They told us this in the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the the early 2000s, that as long as the yearly debt was 3% of GDP or less, that was okay. Yeah. See, we don't need to balance the budget. Calm it down. Calm it down, double. We don't need to balance the budget. But if we just borrow a little bit every year, that'll be okay. Right? Just like a little bit of inflation, i.e. devaluation, that's okay. It's just a little bit. Now forget about the fact that we changed the number so it's a complete lie. Forget about that part. 
But we're not talking about, you know, 4%, 5%. We're not talking about double. We're not talking about triple. We're approaching 10 times what they told us for decades was okay. And you know, and everybody knows, there's going to be horrible consequences to, to, to pay for this. Think about how bad it was. You know, the 87 bubble, I was too young. You know, I was 17 years old. Uh, but some of you out there, you went through that. That was bad. The dot-com bubble, I remember that one. Uh, my wife and I got married. We, were, we, we had just had Joey, and I just got lucky, sold all my stock so we could buy this house. And the, the, uh, the stock that I owned, I only owned one, but I owned a lot of it. But uh, that stock still, 21 years later, still not where it was when I sold it at, uh, before the dot-com bubble bu- burst. That was bad. Right? The housing financial crisis, that was really bad. But that sucked. This next one is going to be the worst one yet. And then we're going to get that digital dollar. Have your financial house in order. Be your own central bank. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, just re- really quick here. I- I'll just tell you what I've got on silver. I have a half bag of half dollars. One. Uh, then they will uh, go back to being uh, unobtainable for the time being. It's $13,250. That That's a half of a bag of half dollars. I've got one bag of dimes at 25500 So not only are we the cheapest in the country by thousands of dollars, uh, I locked this in last night, so I'm ignoring the 50-cent rise today. So I've got one bag of dimes at twenty five five, a half a bag of half dollars at 13250 and I've got a bag and a half of quarters, the quarters uh, at $25,500 as well. 800-951-0592. Uh, I'm working on gold right now. Uh, I'm waiting on an email. I haven't gotten it yet. Uh, Edward Moy, if you guys have heard that name before, he used to be the head of the U.S. Mint. He's the guy that uh, said, hey, I went to Fort Knox. I've seen the gold. I've looked at it. And he's the one that that tells the story that the gold that got confiscated from the U.S. citizenry in 1933, that's what's in Fort Knox. And of our 8,000 metric tons, not all of it's at Fort Knox. Matter of fact, I think uh, just under 5,000 metric tons of it is at that facility. According to Moy, he says that the gold they confiscated from us 
got melted down into bars. But apparently, and again, I don't have any reason to doubt him, but he says that they didn't, when they melted it down, they didn't take out the imperfections. A matter of fact, a lot of the bars, he said, uh, you could still see some of the coins. You could tell that they were the coins. You could see the faces of certain coins and things of that nature. And he, and he called the, uh, the bars ugly. They're, they're ugly looking, which would make sense. Because if you don't take out the copper that was in there, right? You know, so so they're they're not shiny; uh, they're kind of blackened, and and it's just it's weird, right? You go through the trouble of melting it down. Why wouldn't you do it now? One of the one of the the I don't know, maybe call it a good thing is technically at the Comex. You have to have hundred ounce bars that have a purity of 9995 and, and, and so on and so forth. So technically, uh, at least according to Moy, at least the bars at Fort Knox. I don't know about the bars at West Point. Uh, and I think, I, I don't know, it may be the San Francisco Mint that has them. Uh, don't quote me on that. Uh, the rest of it, if those are good delivery bars, I don't know. But he was out and he gave an interview because he was in charge of the U.S. Mint when gold went on that run from 700. Because remember, gold hit a new all-time high, went to 1,050, fell back to 700 before it raced to 1,900. And I was there the whole time. You know, when I started, gold was 300. I remember when gold got to 400. I remember when gold broke 500. And we thought it was going to, then it pulled back from 500. It went down to to like 400. And then it it started running. I thought gold was going to hit a new all-time high, but it stopped at like 700. Went back to 500. Then it broke. To 1,050, pulled back to 700 again, and then went on this run to, to 1,900. And that was really from 06 to 2011. And he was talking about the same setup that he sees today. He goes, I was there. We couldn't keep up with demand. And he was talking about gold, talking about silver, and said just the demand was incredible up until that point. The U.S. Mint, I think, only once, maybe twice before 06, had minted more than 10 million ounces of silver, and that was 05, uh, 04 and 05. Before 2004, the Mint had never even made 10 million ounces of silver. And he talked about the need for for the mint to start rationing product back then. And he, and he said that he sees this setup as the same and why he believes gold's going to hit new all-time record highs before the bull run is over. And so was silver.
Now, he didn't say silver. I said silver. So he said it happened the first time under my tenure. What we found out was a couple of things had come together. One was the financial crisis. And the demand for both gold and silver bullion coins skyrocketed. Our problem was getting our supply chain to catch up with demand. The process is very specialized, and some fabrications can only produce so much capacity. This time around, in addition to that problem, there's also COVID-related problems. He says people are getting sick and production is being halted and all these, you know, obviously there's not that many people that know how to run the mint machines and all that. I don't know how big of a deal that is or not, but you know, it's a factor with all these interruptions and high demand for gold in the light of inflation and economic uncertainty. I'm not surprised the Mint has to ration whatever supply they can make. Right now, demand is off the charts. He says that this is very striking considering what the Mint manufacturers in addition to what is already in the market. In other words, he said, man, we're able to make a lot. And it's not even close to being enough. I'll tell you what it looks like when we return. 800-951-0592, former Mint uh, Director Ed Moy. And just to give you perspective, uh, 2019, the U.S. Mint sold 150,000 ounces of gold. In 2020, they sold 845,000 ounces of gold. In January, now remember, couldn't sell any gold, couldn't buy any gold for the first two weeks. But in January alone, before they ran out, they didn't even make it through two weeks. Over 220,000 ounces of gold in a couple of weeks. That's like 25% of what they did last. That was more by, what, 50% of what the entire year of 2019 was. Silver, 2019, 15 million ounces. Last year, 30 million ounces. Remember last year, silver was hard to get last year. January, 4.8 million ounces before they ran out, still are out. I know the mint could make 50 million ounces. And I'll promise you this, if the mint can do it and, 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 and get the product and have the people to work, that won't be enough. 50 million ounces won't be enough. That's why I told you yesterday, when we, we already looks like we've got a supply crunch in silver. They're saying over a billion ounces of silver is going to be consumed in 2021. And mine supplies only 866 million. And, of course, I told you I think they're missing the investment number by 100 million ounces. I really do. So that means the deficit would be even bigger. 
But he made a point that I thought was really good because, you know, it's hard. You you know, going back to uh, the financial crisis. And he's saying he was making his prediction on where he thinks gold's going. The last time demand was like this was during the financial crisis. Everybody buying into gold. Prices were shooting up. And then the government injected, started injecting both its fiscal and monetary stimulus. And we saw gold correct. Right, remember when I told you, that went, went to 1,050, went back to 700. And he said, we saw gold correct 20, 30%. Over the next three years, so from 08 to 11, gold went to $1,900 and change. He goes that when he started looking at what's happening today, the pattern is very similar. And he goes, you know, you had gold hit $2,100. We went down to 1740 Right? We had another, you know, what, 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 what are we talking about? Almost 20% correction. Even though demand was flying in, just like the financial crisis. And he goes, this is when the Fed and the government's injecting all the liquidity. Right, look at it. I don't even know what stimulus number we're on. He goes, it was after that the massive move came. And he said that gold prices are going to climb for the next several years. And before it's all over, gold is going to establish historic record highs above what we saw in 2020. And I think that's probably an understatement. You know, when we look at the financial crisis, if we use that as our guide, okay, we ran deficits of what? I think the high, what was high water that they had owned up to? 1.4 trillion, maybe 1.2, 1.4 trillion, right? Now we're saying four, five, six trillion. We don't know yet, right? We'll see what Biden does, but, but without a doubt, we already know we're going to be uh, more than four trillion, right? We know that. That's in the back. The Fed's balance sheet. Remember the Fed's balance sheet was seven hundred billion, went to four trillion. Right now, our Fed's balance sheet has now went, gone from about three point eight trillion to what eight trillion and rising. Right, no end in sight. Jay Powell said, "Hey, we're going to be buying forever," and obviously, uh, with all of this debt, I'm going to assume buying even more. So, just on the scale of it alone. The next move in gold and silver, remember, hey, uh, all you silver guys out there, remember what silver did. Let's not forget. 
Silver touched 50 bucks. Let's not forget that. It's going to go a lot higher than that this time around. Uh, and, and, of course, the numbers are just so much bigger. You know, we're talking about a government that's going to spend four, five times. And, and remember, we only did it for a couple of years during the financial crisis. We're going to be, we're talking about deficits. I don't think, will we ever see a deficit below $2 trillion again? Ever? Probably not. How big is the Fed's balance sheet going to be before this is all over? 10, 12, 15, 20 trillion? Who knows? Patriot Radio News Hour. I just got my gold email. I'll tell you what it is when we return. 800 Just a quick reminder. Uh, Monday's President's Day. Uh, KXXT here in Phoenix will be closed on President's Day. So you'll hear this show again on Monday here in Arizona. Uh, we'll have a live show in Colorado Obviously, the prices we give today, uh, if I could keep them, I would. I, I don't think I'll be able to. But uh, nonetheless, uh, just a reminder that KXXT will be closed for President's Day. Uh, we will be open uh, at 1360 up there in Johnstown. A uh, quick look here at the markets. Gold, uh, which was down uh, pretty big this morning, is all the way back, is is up a little over a dollar, a couple of the dollars. Silver, uh, $17.42. Janet Yellen meeting with the G7. Man, she just won't shut up. Spend, 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 and spend some more. Uh, That's pretty much what she had to say. Uh, I just got the email I was looking for. It wasn't what I was hoping for, but this is what it is. I've got 25 St. Gaudens. These are our uh, circulated saints that we have run for years and years and years. I've got 25 of them, uh, and we had the Liberties on sale at, uh, at 2175. I've got 25 saints at 2175. Uh, I've got the half bag of half dollars at 13,250. Uh, and then I've got uh, a bag of dimes for 25500 And I've got a bag of quarters for 25500 That's what I have. Uh, we do have some rolls of stuff. If you, you know, hey, I need something a little smaller. We do have uh, rolls of dimes and quarters uh, available for you as well. Uh, but uh, by far the cheapest prices around. Uh, the $20 St. Gaudens, you know, think about it. this is the coin Teddy Roosevelt commissioned to symbolize America's greatness. It need, he didn't think the Liberty coin was majestic enough. It's kind of ironic that this was the coin that they took from us in 1933. Well, they took it all, but, you know, the saint was the last of its kind. And now we sit here today, and we have mint directors coming out and saying, oh, get ready. The and this, is, this just tells you how big the demand It's so massive. And, and remember, it's not just here. Every mint everywhere 
it's the same exact thing. Because now, now, not only do you have central banks diversifying into gold, you got companies now, and all this. Every time you hear about a company, hey, we're going to do this with Bitcoin or that with Bitcoin, that's another referendum. Because what they're saying is, hey, I don't want to hold money in the bank, and I definitely don't want to hold it in dollars, right? I don't want to buy bonds, right? And again, would you buy European bonds? They're they're worse, right? They're worse, right? Japanese bonds, right? Nobody wants that. Make sure you're ready. Have at least an ounce of gold for every year you've been alive. Have that silver put away. Because the wait for this supply squeeze to work its way through the markets. 800-951-0592. Try to stay warm out there. Really warm here. Stay warm out there wherever you are. Have a great weekend. God bless everybody. And while you're stuck to the water point, order that CBD.